Hello again. I'm John Baston Pitt, and this is a Planet Beyond Shortcast. For this episode, I talked to Louis Deman about UNESCO's Ocean Decade Corporate Data Group kickoff meeting that was officially launched last week on Tuesday, the 7th of February, 2023. That group is working to help privately collected ocean science data publicly available to the benefit of scientists, policymakers, regulators, managers, and of course, the public at large. This interview took place in late January as Louis and his colleagues in the group prepared for the official launch. Let's give that conversation a listen. Louis, we've worked together for a long time, but but can you tell the audience about yourself and your work with UNESCO? My name is Louis Demang. I'm currently embedded in the team that is managing the United Nations Ocean Decade. So I'm based in the UNESCO head office in Paris, France. And I've been here since March of last year. So it's uh, coming up close to about a year that I've been in this role. And I'm seconded in uh, this role by Fugro, uh, the company that actually still employs me. Through those connections, we started speaking with UNESCO. We found out about the United Nations Ocean Decade and um, decided to sign a partnership with UNESCO to provide in-kind support to the program in the form of a Fugra employee. This was something I really, really wanted to get into. And, uh, and it was at the right time in my career. I was looking for something a little bit different, a new challenge. And, uh, and this certainly has been a challenge. They, they do say, don't they, be careful when you put your head above the parapet. <laughs> you obviously put your head above the parapet with a smile on your face and leant forward with enthusiasm. There were a number of things that attracted me. Uh, you know, it, interestingly enough, I'd always seen these intergovernmental organisations as working for these incredibly worthy causes, whether it's education, whether it's culture, whether it's um, saving and protecting certain uh, areas of our planet. So I thought... That aspect was really interesting, working for, for such an organization. And also the topic itself, the oceans, because I happened to have studied oceanography uh, as, a, as a young man. And uh, I since then had kind of drifted away from that uh, into remote sensing, mapping, etc. and ended up at Fugo. So this was also an opportunity for me to come back to my roots in a sense. So it was kind of wow. those, those two things that were really interesting to me. You've been working towards something. And that something is very much on the horizon. So on the 7th of February, it's an important milestone in, in, the, in the Ocean Decade because we are launching the Ocean Decade Corporate Data Group. So this is a group of uh, private sector companies working side by side with UNESCO and the Ocean Decade team to discuss the, uh, the very important topic of data. Right. So it was very clear from the beginning of the implementation of the Ocean Decade that data and access to data was going to be critical in the success, right? Because that's what's going to feed into the science, which is then going to feed into the solutions that we're looking for to reverse that uh, that decline in, in the ocean's health, right? We've got a certain number of challenges that we need to tackle and data is fundamental to that. So of course we can collect new data, but we can also look at that those types of data, those databases that are out there, but not accessible today. And uh, what 
we know from, from our experience, certainly at Fugro, that uh, our clients do have a, a, a tremendous amount of ocean data that is typically maybe used once, and then it's stored in a database somewhere. But this is data that we could unlock and could really help uh, the science to move forward, right? The purpose of the group is to really to sit down with these companies, figure out what are the obstacles today that make it difficult for them to share the data, and let's try to find solutions to those, to those obstacles. You've ended up with a group of companies. Can you share their names? We've uh, approached about 20 different companies so far. For some companies, the, the interest wasn't immediate. Uh, and, and at the other end of the spectrum, we had companies who were just extremely uh, interested right from the very beginning. So we have uh, currently five companies that have uh, officially joined the, uh, the group. And what's interesting is they're, they're from different industrial sectors, and that was one thing we were trying to target. So we've got Alcatel Submarine Networks, who uh, work in the telecoms business. They install fiber optic cables across oceans. We've got a fisheries company called Ava Ocean from, from Norway. Uh, and we have a number of energy companies, uh, some focusing more on renewables uh, and, and, and so on. We have Equinor, Orsted. And we also have a company that is actually fairly similar to Fugra in that it collects data for these kind of clients, and that is CGG, French company. We're also expecting uh, probably another four or five companies to join between now and the next six months as, as we get the activity going and the discussions going. You purposely targeted or wanted to have a mix of different companies. Can you share with us an example or two of how they bring different things to the table? Because of this activity in different sectors, they are exposed to different types of challenges themselves when they're trying to acquire data. Some might be looking at acquiring data in the very depths of the ocean. Uh, some might be trying to acquire data in coastal areas that uh, where there are a huge number of permits to obtain. Uh, so we wanted to purposely have a range of experiences in the collection of that data, but also in, let's say, in the legal aspects of it. What are some of the contractual constraints that they might be facing in collecting and sharing that data? Uh, so we really were looking to have uh, uh, that, that spread of experiences. But also, of course, ultimately, we also hope that some of these companies, by being involved in the ocean decade, it is also their intention that ultimately they would like to share at least part of those data sets with, with the science. So it, there again, we're, we've got a broad range of different types of oceanographic uh, variables and, and, and data that we can, that we can uh, bring forward uh, through, through this process, hopefully. Is this just to start this group, these names, these companies? Are you expecting to, to increase this by tenfold in two years or something? Or, or is this good enough? We'll probably expand it to, to about 10 or 12 companies. We want to keep it to a manageable size. And I think really the goal is that within the two years uh, that we, we have planned for, to get this group going, we will create a bit of a movement, if you will. Because yeah. the anticipation is that these core group of companies will also help us by advocating for the ocean decade, by advocating for data sharing within their, their respective industries and therefore kind of a bit of a snowball effect, right? When, so that other companies kind of raise their hands and said, yes, we're interested. We would like to share our data as well. And, and we can share best practices with them. 
what does this mean for the ocean decade? Because you're talking here about choosing companies, or rather companies choosing each other to, to become that kind of catalyst of change. We have to recognise that UNESCO is is incredibly experienced in talking to, to national government organisations, in talking to, to scientific organisations. They have maybe slightly less experience in engaging with, with the private sector, and uh, particularly on, on, on the oceanography side. This is the opportunity for, for the Ocean Decade to, through this group, to build bridges with, with industry, because we can then start building that mutual trust right uh, and and from there great things can happen they can we can we can start uh, doing some research together we can uh, provide in in kind resource and so on and, and then it really becomes a true partnership the other key aspect here is is the data itself we really need to look in in every corner of the planet where we have existing data and see how we can make it findable, make it accessible to the scientific community, uh, in addition to, to going out there and collecting new data. The task is huge. We know so very little of the of the deep ocean and, and other parts of the ocean that we really need to, that data to, to, to start um, working that science and, and, and really raising our understanding and our knowledge of, of ocean and, and ocean processes before we can start working on the solutions. It's a collaborative effort. We're here to, to these, discuss these issues and, and to, to find solutions. There's a variety today of of, of potential obstacles, or whether perceived or real, right? Uh, that that you know this data or that data might be of potentially strategic or commercial value. In which case, you know they might be nervous sharing that. It might be that the actually the the ownership of of a particular data set is not clear at all because contractually it was not it was not uh, assessed properly. It might be that um, some might be nervous because. Uh, they perceive that there might be some liability associated with that data. What if these scientists find something in that data that might be uh, detrimental to their reputation, something like that. So there are a certain number of, like I said, of perceived and real obstacles that we need to, uh, that we need to put on the table and see what kind of, uh, of solutions we can find. There's a number of, of drivers here. One is that these companies realize that more and more employees, investors and, and society at large are really expecting these companies to do more for the, for the planet, right? Uh, so there is, there is definitely that, that pressure. It's, it's also about relationships. And so it's finding that right person in the company who really has that same drive, that same ambition, that same uh, understanding that we need to, we can't just sit here and wait for others to take action, we need to take action ourselves. And I think this core group of companies, that's exactly the kind of people that have really uh, stepped up and, and joined this group. Can you sort of draw out the next five years? What is basically the ambition of the data group? Where do you see it in five or 10 years time? We have a number of, of uh, private sector companies who have, with whom we have set up a, a process or a framework to allow them to share certain types of data for certain very specific use cases. Our intention here is not to ask them to just unlock everything, unlock their, you know, their, uh, their, um, their whole office and give us everything they have. No. The idea is to, to look at the, the Ocean Decade Challenge and say, well, we have one on pollution. We have, you know, we need to look at biodiversity. We need to look at ocean climate. 
uh, interchanges. If we take those use cases and say, well, these are the types of data that we would really, really need at these types of resolution and accuracy, and then we can work with the, the, the private sector to establish those frameworks, those processes to say, right, well, in this particular case, this is the, the you know, we can share this type of data. So I see that, you know, my vision that is that in yeah, five or 10 years time, we have, I don't know, you know, 20, 30 companies that are, you know, on a regular basis contributing parts of their data for these specific uses and, and applications. Thanks, Louis. It is important for us to stop and reflect on how this Ocean Decade corporate data group is coming together for the greater good and is, and is at the heart of how we need to move forward as a society. It is important to recognise how data, and in this instance, geodata, once collected and analysed, can help us build a better understanding of our oceans, support our decision makers and policy makers towards more sustainable ocean management, and ensure we're delivering a positive impact on our planet and for, and for generations to come. It's a real delight to see one of my friends and colleagues in the industry as a whole coming together working through this great mass of data that has been collected over the decades to find ways to share that with the scientific community for the benefit of all. You've been listening to A Planet Beyond Shortcast. Until next time, be safe, be remarkable, be the difference. <laughs>